Welcome to episode number three of Music Magic with Chick Corea. You're listening to the song Portals to Forever from Chick's latest release on Stretch Concord Records titled The Vigil. In this podcast, Chick introduces his new bass player, Carlitos Del Puerto, hailing from Havana, Cuba, and son of the original bass player from the legendary Irakire band. Carlitos tells the inside story of getting the gig with Chick and The Vigil, and much more. Later on, we'll tell you musicians about a very special online, live, and interactive Chick Corea music workshop coming March 2014. You can learn all about that now by visiting our website at chickcoreaworkshops.com. Now, check out the conversation between Chick Corea and Carlitos del Puerto. Take it away, Chick. Welcome back to Vigil Broadcast Podcast Radio. Here we go. Our welcome for the first time, if you're just listening in. This is uh, Chick, Chick Corea. We've been discussing the uh, making of the Vigil recording. We're on tour right now uh, in Japan. And on this particular broadcast, I'd like to present to you our newest member, Carlitos del Puerto, an incredible young man from uh, Havana, Cuba, via Los Angeles, who's filling the uh, bass chair quite creatively and enthusiastically, I'm happy to say. So I figured it'd be nice to have a chat with Carlitos, get his view on what we're doing. Here it is, me and Carlitos, our chat. So we're rolling, yeah, good. These, these little interviews with you and the rest of the guys, they're like, uh, like kind of a promotion and, and getting everyone understanding what's going to happen mm-hmm. and give them a little bit of information and basically introducing everybody in the band. Ah. So, you know. Right. Because you were on the record, but, but uh, now you're, you're, you're playing and the band's gelling together. And, and I mean, I'm having such a great time. Man. Oh, I'm glad. Me too, man. I'm happy, you know, and it's, it's, uh, happy to have you here. It's such a learning experience for me you know just to be around you and 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 to get to share the stage with you you know it's it's really an honor for me well me too i'm learning stuff you know you you came in and made a nice connection with everybody bringing in your uh your experience and stuff even last night we yesterday we started uh writing a tune and uh uh, it's nice. That's a nice. That's that's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be fun. Where did you come with that baseline? Is, I, I that's heard, just something you invented, or it, well, or is it a standard way, form? Or? No, no. What happened was that I heard you play a chord. You played a chord that had that tritone in it. You know. Oh, I see. Yeah, and um, and I said okay, cool, king, king, and and we were playing kind of like a Latin groove, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I just played it, and then you, said, what is that? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Oh, I see. I see. And then somehow, somehow, Charles, uh, we, we started playing that lick, and and Charles went off into his uh, into his association with Ornette. With Ornette, right? And then he actually got me thinking about it. I've been like looking for the song, like, oh man, I don't want to, I don't want to think a chick to think that I stole that lick. You know, I really never heard that song yeah, before. Yeah. And then when he when he mentioned it. I, I I realized what he was because I know the song. I mm-hmm. realized what he was doing. You check nice. it out; it's nice. Lonely woman, it's by, nice. By yeah. Ornette. Mm-hmm. So uh, so I, I started writing the lick out that we put together, and right. I, I called it "Not Ornette's Theme." Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good title. That would that would help a lot. Yeah. We see where, where the connect, where the connection comes from. Okay. So let's see what what might people be interested. Kalitos, uh, tell tell me a little bit about. Uh, just, just you know, briefly about your background. I'd like to know too. You, you were born in Havana. Yeah, I was born in Havana, and uh, my father 
he's a musician as well and he was actually in a really famous Cuban band called Ido Carey oh Ido Carey yeah yes. right 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 that's Ido right Ido and he was a bassist he's the bass player I yes. probably met him yeah he played with you on a couple of jams that's right back he brought that picture to the house yeah and here you are on the piano I'm like man Chick Corea you know oh that's nice right and uh, so I used to see all these Cuban musicians that are really famous around the world right now they used to come and and hang around the house Chucho and Arturo Sandoval and yeah. Paquito de Rivera and all these people and uh, so I grew up watching them do their thing you know and I wow. learned a lot nice you know we share something in that too I, I was thinking about that because my my father is a trumpet player uh -huh. and I grew up around him and his band and, and, the, and musicians right It, it's, that's it, great it's, it, it's amazing you know it's that nice. and Marcus yeah. also grew up you know around uh, 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 around musicians mm -hmm. around his his granddad Roy Haynes and so forth and there's a funny story about my my beginnings because my father didn't really want me to be a musician he you know he was afraid of uh, not afraid but but you know he 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 knows that the music business could be rough at times and he wanted me to be a doctor or a, or a lawyer or something But my mom had different plans, so she took me to music school behind his back. Oh! And because in Cuba the schools are free, but yeah. you have to have an attitude towards music. You gotta have, uh, uh, you know, like good some talent. Yeah, some yeah. talent. Mm -hmm. So I went and I passed. Yeah, yeah. And at what, what at what age? Eight eight years old. Oh, I see. Right yeah. early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and play, I used to play cello before. I play a little bit still. Oh yeah. Yeah. I see. And then when did you move to the uh, U.S.? So I moved to the U.S. in 1996. Oh, yeah. 1996. So, you, so you've been on the scene in the U.S. for a while now. Yeah, well, you know, the, my scene was kind of slow at the beginning, like it is for everybody. You got to do uh, pay some dues, like they say here, you know. Mm -hmm. So I really started getting better gigs around 1999, 98, 99. Yeah. You know, I started working with it. Uh, my first good gig was the United Nations Orchestra which was with Paquito. Paquito at that time was being the band leader. Oh, yeah, yeah. That used to be D.C. Gillespie's band. That's right. Yeah, yeah I remember when that group was together. Right. You, you were in that. Yeah, I played. Yeah. I played a few gigs. And then from there on, I started playing with different different people, David Sanchez, and then I played with Danilo Perez. I played a couple of times. Yeah. And then with Gonzalo. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know. Nice, man. Nice. Well, mm -hmm. well um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we hooked up. Oh man, it's a it's a pleasure. We've been having fun on the stage. I'm loving it, man. Yeah, you know. let us let's, uh, let's uh, you know for the listeners. Let's let's focus in on on the, the repertoire a little mm -hmm. bit and talk about mm -hmm. some of the tunes. Like I sent you, I sent you a couple of demos and uh, you know a PDF of uh, music. Okay, the, the listeners need to know this story. So, uh, I get a call from your manager, Bill. Yeah. Right. Actually, no. The first call I got was from from uh, uh, Stanley, oh, Stanley yeah. Clark. Yeah. And he left a message in my phone. Yeah, because we would talk. I said, "Who should I call, Stanley?" He, yeah. And and Stanley left. Hey, Carlitos. Uh, hey, man. You know, we haven't spoken in a couple of years, but you know, I've been talking to you about you to Chick Corea, and you're gonna get a call. And you know, I didn't think it would happen. You know, it's like, oh, that's really nice of Stanley. But you yeah. know, I, who would imagine Chick Corea would call me? You know, so. I'm sitting in the house, it's, you know, I, I can't remember what I was doing. And I get a call from your manager, and I was just like, oh, my God, this is really happening. And then you call me. 
Yeah. Anyways, we you send me the music, and I was practicing, 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 and then two days before the rehearsals, you send me eight new tunes. Eight new- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, I sat yeah. in in there and I oh, closed yeah. my eyes. And I'm like, oh, yeah. man, I'm really gonna suck at this oh, game, right. man. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, uh, I wanted you to have all the information. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that was that was rough. That was a rough one, but I got through it. You know. Yeah, you came you came right up on it, man. You still got reading a little music, but mm. uh, I, I think you got most of it memorized now. After a little bit, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, it's looking good. Yeah. yeah. We the I mean, it took the rest of us, even me, even a while to to get get off the written page. But mm-hmm. it's it's nice to. to I, I am looking forward to that, you know, to try yeah. and to be a little more free. I, I'm still afraid not to look at it, you know, yeah. and, and get lost and mess something up. But I'm looking forward to not having to read, so yeah. I can be a little more free. There's only a couple of spots. It's mm. it's uh, it's in Galaxy and port- yeah. in Portals right. and otherwise. Right. Uh, a, a lot of the tunes are jam tunes, really. Fingerprints and is new. There's there's a lot of new stuff that we put in since since the record because we do Galaxy and Portals and Chia and uh, outside of space sometimes. You put always nuances on, on, on every tune, even on, on well-known tunes, like it, it could happen to you. Yeah. You still have your arrangement. Touch. It's kind yeah, of an arrangement. arrangement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was nice with the rendition last night. Last night was really nice. It, it could happen to you. Yep. Yeah, I like to keep all the, all the, all the flavors that I enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, Yeah, in the music. Right. Let's see now. Um, I don't know. You know that 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 seems pretty good. What What do you think, Dan? I'd be interested to hear what you thought of the tunes when you got them. You know, got the lead sheets and then heard the record. I was scared to death, man. I was so scared when I got him. You know, because uh, Chick Corea's music is no easy task for anybody. You know, so when I got it, I I was like, wow, am I gonna be able to to do this? You know. I was really nervous, and uh, when I actually got to the rehearsals in New York, Chick made me feel so comfortable that I I said, okay, I think I'll be okay, you know? Yeah, yeah, you came up strong on the first rehearsal, man. Everybody was happy. But but I'm curious, just, just from what you said, it's like, like uh, I mean, technically what I've written for the bass is, is not, it's, it's, it's not, not, it's not, it's not te- that difficult, te- right? Technique is never the issue, yeah. it's the language. Yeah, technique, I see, I see, I see. Technique is not, you know, anybody can play fast. Yeah, or those notes. Or I mean, notes. I was trying to think what in the charts that I sent you might be technically challenging. I don't not, think not it's, not it's not... Humpty Dumpty is the hardest uh, right. line we've got in the whole repertoire. Right, and uh, but it's the language that I'm referring to, Yeah, you know. Because yeah. it's, it's a language you're speaking, and I want to be able to be fluent. Yeah. And that's what I was nervous about, you know, like... Well, you know, that's something I'm really looking for in the band. When I found the the title or the the name for the band, yeah. you know, we're called, call, I say, got to call this band something and Vigil, because I've been thinking about this for years. Mm-hmm. But the idea is inclusive of musical cultures that come together. Because I grew, I grew up first in a jazz culture. Mm-hmm. But then very quickly when I was um, in high school, mm-hmm. I came, I touched the Latin culture. I worked with a Portuguese uh, a guy who had a who had a dance band. Fados? Like doing fados? I don't stuff? know what they were called. I think it was just simple commercial Latin dance music, I you know. Uh, but there was a conga player in the band mm-hmm. uh, named Bill Fitch who later worked with... Uh, 
uh, Cal Jader. Actually, he was a he was a tight friend with Don Elias. This guy, oh, right. they they were good friends. Right. Anyway, Bill was the guy that introduced me into Latin music. He was right. an Afro American guy, but he he was deep into conga, and uh, so he showed me the music of Latin New York. Right. Yeah, Eddie, right. Eddie Palmieri and Tito Puente and, and all of that. So that was my intro. So then I, my jazz language started to expand because I really liked that a lot. Because mm -hmm. uh, the jazz music, like the jazz musicians tend to, they, they get serious and a little bit introverted. And Latin rhythms are for dance. Right. So, so, so Latin music tends to be more, more extroverted, you know. But I, I think in your music, it's not only those two worlds that are conveyed. No. I, I hear that there's way more, like, for example, the music... <clears throat> that we're playing now has a lot of African influence and, and I mean of Afrobeat music and and sometimes you can even hear a little bit of rock and roll it has it has a lot of influence yeah that's for sure you know the way I think about it the long cultures of music like mm. any kind of pop music always has a Uh, a basis in either Afro music, mm. Afro Cuban music, mm. Afro Puerto Rican music, mm. Afro New York music, right. you know, or European classical music Absolutely, has its yeah. has its influence, and then some, and then sometimes more or or Indian and Oriental influences mm -hmm. come in Middle Eastern Middle, Middle uh, stuff, Eastern. which go which goes into Spanish and flamenco influences, you mm -hmm. know, and all that. But those are the basic streams that I love. But between the the Spanish flamenco music mm -hmm. and the South American and and Afro Cuban rhythms and the jazz rhythms. Somehow in there, I that's what Vigil is about, and and we have a good combination now mm. because with Marcus and what me and Marcus bring to the to the table, and what you mm. and Luisito bring, and and then and then you know Tim's Tim, Tim and Charles' uh, uh, their their knowledge of uh, harmony and classical mm -hmm. music. You got to hear Tim's orchestral music, man. He's a I keep hearing about yeah, him. I have yeah. a, we have a really good friend in common. Uh, Billy Childs that oh yeah Billy always man you gotta hear if he's writing he's amazing Billy introduced me to Tim right that's how I met Tim in the beginning so in the band now we have a, a nice uh, combination of uh, of uh, uh, experience you know so that's what I referred about uh, a, a little bit before about that's what I meant about the complexity of your music more than the technical aspect is all these things that we just talked yeah, about yeah. all this influence and all of that and and to be able to switch from one thing to the other and, mm -hmm. and be seamless. That's the complexity of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. sound, not being a purist on it. Yeah, of not course. Not by no means that, but having that flavor and, and make it sound organic. And you know, a good example is when we play, uh, when we play Hot House or we play... Um, Tempest Fugit, yeah, because the, these are bebop songs. Right, they come from the '40s and bebop, bebop rhythm. But we play them in a in a Latin rhythm. Mm -hmm. So occasionally, I'll go into a, a a little bit of piano style montuno sort of, right. just a little bit. Right. It only takes a little bit. Right, and so the so the kind of but there's I don't know you know that that's one place where we're outside the box of everything. Right, it's not jazz, it's not Latin. It's, it, if you want to get technical about it, they they. When when we're playing those tunes exactly, Marcus is not completely on the Latin side, and that's the beauty yeah. of it, because you can hear his right symbol, mm -hmm. and he's got that bivoppy kind of vibe on it, yeah. and Luisito's completely there, and I'm kind of there, yeah. and then you, you know... 
painting on top of it, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, it's it's nice. It's been a lot of fun. I that's what that's why I like uh, the direction we're going. I'm looking forward to the next record. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's good, huh? That, that's good. Yeah. I don't want to keep you any longer, man. Yeah, I you mean, add? well, I I uh, the only thing I want to add is that. I hope that when, when I'm your age, I have the same urge and the same hunger that you have to, thirst that you have to learn about things. So I was very impressed when I met you that, that you asked me things. So, so what is this and what is that rhythm? And you asked me a couple of questions. So I was like, wow, this is really incredible. That's why you've always have this long career and your music you always stayed current, you know? And, and this band, represents that how current you are right now and and how different it sounds for you, what you've done before you know i i just keep interested man. yeah that's what i tell everybody ask me uh what's your secret i have no secret of course you know the uh the the japanese have a uh because we're here in tokyo mm -hmm. and the japanese have an interesting way of uh investigating jazz like i did an interview yesterday and this right. and this uh This guy from the newspaper was asking me, and he was deep in, you know, he's listening, he knows all the music, he knows every detail, mm -hmm. and he's asking me, how do, you, uh, how do you keep so fresh, and blah, 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 and we was talking about it in a series. I was trying to figure out a way to describe it to him, and I, I had an idea that a very simple one I'm going to use, actually, for the webinar and try to explore a little mm -hmm. bit more, which is, there's a difference between having a student attitude or a teacher attitude, uh, because the student is the one who's interested. Right. The teacher tries to be sometimes interesting. He tries to interest the student by being interesting. Right. You know, say, well, what about this? And then this culture, and then look at this thing over here. And he's trying to be interesting. And the most life-giving way to be is to be interested. Right. To be interesting is just everything comes in at you and there's no there's no benefit to that, you see. But to be interested, you're now in involved in life and that's the attitude of a student. Right. So if I'm always in a learning mode, uh, learning something out of what I'm doing, I I feel like uh, like I felt when I was uh, 16 years old, you know. This is this is a, a, a interesting story when I, when I met you at the rehearsals, we were playing and we were going through the music and I was very concentrated in what I was doing and we played a tune and I changed the bass line a little bit and just stopped hey what is that and I was like uh oh I I'm already fired right <laughs> 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 what is that and I said uh, I, I just changed that a little bit chick and no said yeah yeah but what is it what is it you know and you were so interested about it and it's what we, what we do Do -de -do -de oh right, oh that Afrobeat thing, yeah, right. right, 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 right. And when I played it, you, what is that? And I was like, oh, oh I'm fire already. <laughs> <laughs> that was that thing I heard on right. Henry, Henry Cole's record. That's the uh, that I told you. Right, about. right. Yeah. Well, we're finding new bass lines and new stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. but that's fun. So we're gonna have we're gonna have our our first tune like uh, not Ornette's theme. We're working right. on. <laughs> Maybe that's the perfect, the perfect title, man. <laughs> Especially after I heard the original, I was like, "Oh man!" <laughs> okay, this is Carlitos del Puerto. Do I say it right now? You said del it. Puerto. Del Puerto. Del Puerto. Del Puerto. And uh, thanks, man. And, hey, thank you. All right, for right. having me, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an honor. And that's Dan Muse, our our muse in the background. Yeah, Dan, Dan Muse. Right. <laughs> all right.
I certainly hope you enjoyed this episode three of Music Magic with Chick Corea, the podcast which has included the conversation between Chick and an excited young man who you know was just on fire about being a part of the vigil, young bassist from Cuba, Carlitos del Puerto. This is Russ Davis from Voice of America and Moja Radio, and we hope you'll join us for the next episode of Music Magic with Chick Corea. Before I tell you about that, let me invite you to leave a five-star review on iTunes where you accessed this podcast, and you'll let the rest of the world know how much you enjoyed Music Magic with Chick Corea. Now, if you're a musician and you'd like to have an up-close and personal relationship with Chick Corea in a very special webinar, you should get on the mailing list to be part of the upcoming Chick Corea workshop coming in March 2014. The way to do that is go to this website, chickcoreaworkshops.com. You'll not only have a chance to get on the waiting list for this must-attend online Chick Corea Music Workshop, but you can also view a great free video of a Chick Corea Music Workshop that features music with John Patitucci and Antonio Sanchez and get some thoughts from other students about what they think about Chick's workshops. Now, on the next episode of Music Magic with Chick Corea, Chick sits down in Tokyo to speak with a young percussionist who's so in demand these days, he brought his great energy and creativity to the live project. He is Luisito Quintero. You'll hear Chick and Luisito talk about all the work they did together to bring this great music to life on stage. That's next time on Music Magic with Chick Corea. Join us then, won't you? <laughs>